Welcome back. The South African Reserve Bank has slowed the pace at which it has been increasing interest rates. That's as the MPC hiked rates by just 25 basis points to 7.25% at its first meeting of the year. Of course, the hike comes as the Saab continues its fight against stubbornly high inflation. Joining me as we unpack this decision is Senior Economist at FNB, Goketso Mano. Thank you so much for your time, Goketso. Now, considering that uh, the Fed increased interest rates by 50 basis points in December, and usually the Saab follows the Fed, did you expect the Saab to move ahead of the Fed um, when it comes to decreasing the size of those interest rate hikes? Uh, yeah, so... I think the, the one thing to consider here is that we did move earlier than the Fed. You will remember we started hiking in uh, November of 2021, and the Fed moved only in uh, 2022, so in March of 2022. So generally, the Fed has been more behind the curve, I think, this time. So we didn't necessarily expect the ECC to follow the Fed's go to close. So they, because they started moving earlier, they had that space maybe to start, you know, slowing the pace of increases much faster than the state would um, have. Yeah. Um, just looking at the messaging of the sub, Kokezo, um, after the interest rates decision, do you think that it aligned with the ultimate rates decision and that it, it supports it or not? So you raised a very important point. I think listening to the statement, um, that a few of us might have been thinking, you know, risks uh, to growth are balanced, mm-hmm. risks to inflation are tilted upwards. You know, it felt a bit hawkish, um, but I think the 3 2 2 split in favor of a slower pace is a key indication that, you know, we do have the end of the hygiene cycle inside. So, yes, it's not what we expected, especially listening to the statement. And even before the statement, we had expected 50 basis points today. Uh, so this is a positive development, I think, for many people who are relatively indebted. Mm. Yeah, um, it's quite interesting that you're saying that it does really signal that the end of the rate hiking cycle is in sight. Uh, the governor was asked that question in the question and answer <laughs> session, and he actually didn't give uh, direction on that. So I, I really was uh, planning on getting more insights from you. But I guess really that is the general consensus, right, that uh, the end is in sight. We're either at the top or we're near the top, right? Correct. Correct. And I think it can be expected that the governor will not, you know, be blatant and say, yes, this is the end of the hiking cycle. Yeah. They like to keep their options open. They remain data dependent. So uh, they do need to be able to maintain that, um, you know, openness to, to, to taking into account the, how the risks evolve, you know, yeah. how data comes in and make decisions as that comes along. Yeah. But I think the other thing to consider here is, if they, given that we expected them to hike by 50 basis points today and they only deliver 25, we think, I mean, naturally, there could be that risk that we get another 25 in March. Okay. Um, but I wouldn't say that beyond the first quarter of this year, we will still be seeing hikes. But I think I stand um, you know, in a position where I am cognizant of the fact that the NPC is data dependent and we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. Okay, so I know that the governor does not like to be asked about growth. And of course, especially now considering the conversations that are going on about how the Reserve Bank 
like it needs to change its mandate to be more growth supportive. But although he might not say it, but do you think that uh, the growth figures that we've got today, especially for 2023, had a lot to do with the decision taken today on the interest rates? It should. And maybe just to start off, the, the, the governor may not necessarily not like questions around growth, but rather questions around what the NTC is doing to support structural growth. Yeah. You know, that he likes to lead to broader conversations around macroeconomic policy um, and, and uh, trade and industry and so forth. But when it comes to how they've adjusted their growth forecast this year, I would say that it did have an important impact on how they were, you know, setting themselves up to either be supportive to the economy or not too restrictive, you know, in an environment where economic growth is quite weak. And I think what is important, once again, to pick up on the growth discussion is that load shedding is a key feature here. The South is brave and says that, you know, load shedding is probably shedding up to two percentage points from 2023 growth. So had sure. it not been for load shedding, we could have had 2.3% growth, for example. So I think, um, once again, pointing again to the structural issues in the economy that the South Southern I think, has once again mentioned that they do not have full control over. It's, it's actually quite sobering uh, hearing the governor saying that load shedding has shaved off 2% out of growth for 2023. So, of course, now with the forecast of 0.3%, meaning that we would have grown by at least 2.3%. And it's actually quite, um, yeah, it, it, it's quite interesting because you hear economists, every time you ask um, what growth level do we need to get to in order to make a significant dent in unemployment, of course the best scenario is 5%, but anything even from 3%, I, I really think would, would make a significant dent. But just looking at uh, moving away from the growth figures for 2023, uh, there was also a revision on the 2022 figure uh, from 1.8%, I think, to 2.5%. Was that any surprise to you? Not at all. I mean, we did see the third quarter numbers coming out much stronger than many of us were expecting. In fact, we've also revised our growth forecast from, you know, the, the, the mid uh, one to over 2% in our latest forecast. So it is in line with what we anticipated. But the problem is that we still have fourth quarter data yet to come out, so that might still swing uh, what we see in those growth numbers for 2022. So just to close off, um, as you mentioned, the mm. growth discussion, I also wanted to mention that it was interesting that the MPC does not bake in the kind of investment growth um, into alternative sources of energy that would incrementally alleviate the intensity of load shedding, right? Okay. So they bake into the baseline forecast that load shedding remains at this very elevated level. But it does note that there is an upside risk to growth that people, maybe, or businesses invest in this alternative energy and that incrementally reduces the energy constraints and supports growth. Ah, okay. And we end off this conversation on a very positive note. Thank you so much for your time, Kokezo, and for your insight on the latest MPC uh, uh, interest rates decision by the South African Reserve Bank. That was Senior Economist at FNB, Kokezo Mano.